Hey there, Night Owls. And welcome to Something Wiki This Way Comes. This is a comedy advice instructional podcast where we walk you through a WikiHow article and then do a little bit of improv afterwards. I'm Thomas Tolls. And I'm Jesse Bergen. And this week we are talking about how to get started in parkour or free running. You want to take point on this one, Thomas? I guess I may as well. (laughs) Uh, So the method we're going to be focusing on is teaching yourself. But before we do, I'm just going to read a sample from the intro. So if you've seen people doing crazy jumps over railings and through cities, these trained experts are probably practicing either parkour or free running. Parkour is a form of movement that stresses efficiency and speed, requiring you to get from point A to point B as quickly as possible whilst coincidentally interpreting, and there is a hyphen there, yes. interpreting, <laughs> interpreting jumps and flips and tricks into your route. So, Whereas free running is similar, but it also involves aesthetic movements such as flips, spins, and many other forms of flair. So flips were mentioned in both examples, but... Okay, I think... The difference would be that when you flip in parkour, it's absolutely necessary to complete the jump. Right. Whereas if as soon as your your flips become like, you know, it's an just, extra, yeah. that's just free. It's running. just a garnish on <laughs> yeah. your like walking to school. But yeah. yeah, so free running, I guess, is like a more fancy show offy version of and parkour. Parkour involves interpreting jumps, so you can't just jump and leave it at that. You need to do some investigation and figure out what did that jump mean <laughs> in the greater work. Your jumps have to represent something about you yes. or your environment. So you're wondering how do I parkour? Well the easiest way is to teach yourself with no outside coaching. That's right. Even this article. Yeah. Close the window, oh, yeah. go off the internet. Just teach yourself. Like these, these basics are going to get you started. Number one, get in shape. So we have this, this image of a very determined-looking man. Yeah, uh, with a very bright wristwatch, yeah. I should add. <laughs> yes, just you can see the stress lines in his forehead wrinkles. I mean, yeah. he, is, he is doing what appears to be a, like, kneeling push-up, or maybe... No, no, I think no, his it's legs a legitimate are push-up. I'm sorry, The I perspective misspoke. makes it tricky. Yeah. So to but, fully comprehend what his, <laughs> what his form is in this first yeah. image. This guy clearly needs no work to get in shape. He's Let me ask you ready. something, Yes. Have you ever seen somebody parkouring who wasn't who didn't have a super tight bod? I <laughs> I feel I have, maybe on YouTube. But I have, at least in my memory or fantasy, I see people with no parkour skills running down the street, spinning around on right. like, like bike racks and stuff like that. Do you only see jacked, stacked I've, people? To my memory, I was at the Forks one time and there was a parkour club on top of the parkade. Mm. There's some good word synergy there. <laughs> and um, I think they were all super hot. Yeah. Of course, you know, memory... Fades and changes. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Maybe I'm projecting. Can you remember any person you've ever encountered who wasn't hot? No, you know what? Everyone I've ever met and encountered in my life was very attractive. Wow. Okay. I'm Lucky so I'm, Jesse. I'm not the best judge of character. <laughs> so, You're going to want to. Okay, this is good. Yeah. They lay out a baseline for what you should be capable of before you parkour. Experts say you should be capable of performing 25 push ups, 5 pull ups, and 50 full squats before you 
formally get started in parkour. Yeah, so take that <laughs> formal wear off. You That's are right. not ready till you can do no. 50 squats. You'll get your top hat when you do 50 <laughs> squats. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you do 49 squats, <laughs> you're falling off that picnic table. <laughs> so picture two for step two looks like some kind of emergency. He has seemingly collapsed in the field. Uh, I think for this one, we're especially going to stress you go to the article and look at the pictures. These photographs are tremendous guides (laughs) for what to do when you're teaching yourself how to parkour. Very demonstrative. Uh, So... It says, to practice landing and rolling moves. Now, parkour (laughs) entails a lot of vertical movement. High jumps can be painful if you don't know how to land properly or safely fall. Then end with a move. I just want to reinforce that you can practice jumping all you want. If you don't practice the landing part in particular, that's the most important part. Yeah, if you come up and never come down, or worse yet, forget that you've jumped (laughs) mid-jump and then have no preparation for that landing. Exactly. If you momentarily forget gravity exists (laughs) and opposite forces will pull you down. Try not to stare directly into the sun when you jump upwards, or you might momentarily lose sense of where you are in relation to the ground. so true. Now, this guy has uh, what looks to be a grade of his role on the back of his shirt. He's received an eight (laughs) for this one. Uh, Which, um... All being said and done, I think it's quite a high, a yeah, high score. Pretty generous on this mm-hmm. role here, but but not too bad. Not too bad. Um, let's see. So the advice is to land on the front part of your feet with your legs bent, and if you have jumped from a higher distance, then perform a forwards roll. To do this roll, you should roll on your shoulders, not your back. If you roll on your back, you may do serious damage to your body. This is... I mean, going from teach yourself to if you roll wrong, you'll be paralyzed <laughs> for life. That's yeah. quite the extreme. You have to have a pretty high amount of trust in your own, yeah. like, physical un- capability. Unfortunately, there's no way to practice the roll without practicing the jumps. No, so I know it's have, true. You have to leap off of that meter-high picnic table <laughs> and just hope to heaven that you land on those shoulders. And don't yeah, seriously just, injure just yourself. Just do it correctly is what this yeah, boils yeah. down to. Because if you don't... Do it correctly your first time. No. It's like when no. you throw an infant in the pool and they sort of have to learn how to swim right there. Yes. That's what teaching yourself the parkour this, is like. In this case, you're, it's, this would be like throwing yourself into the pool, but the pool's empty and there's like a couple of railings yeah. inside of and it. And your brain is no longer plastic. <laughs> you are an adult and your development has slowed substantially. That's, that's true. So step three... <laughs> Practice vaulting, jumping, and climbing maneuvers. Now, this guy seems to be very artfully hoisting himself over. What I want to say is about a foot and a half high cement block. Um, you know what? I'd even go about two feet, Thomas. Two feet high. Uh, He's moving so fast that his shoes and his (laughs) legs are a blur. This guy is making really good time. It's, it's hard to tell where he's headed, but he looks to be doing parkour in some kind of, like, fountained area in a public mm-hmm. park, I think. Um, With no one around, which is yeah. probably good just yeah. for safety Oh, my, yes. You want to make sure nobody is there to watch you practice. <laughs> it will look embarrassing. <laughs> we, we should mention that. Uh, so these more difficult maneuvers, the article says, are designed to get you up and around obstacles in the urban landscape. As you begin to practice more frequently, you'll learn which moves you prefer and develop your own unique style for practicing them. My uh, favorite 
parkour move is the nolly. Mm, yeah. Uh, just really good. Kind of a basic jump. Uh, really chill. You kind of rest on one of your feet on the ground and like tilt your other foot back. Yeah. Uh, that's my personal thing. I love the dark grind where you flip your shoes upside down and sort of slide on the edge of a railing on top of them like slippers. That's that's quite a good one. Also, you are going to wear your shoes out very fast if you do that move. Yeah, that's why it's the dark grind, <laughs> the my forbidden friend. grind. <laughs> yeah. That, that one's may not be grinded. banned from tournament parkour play. <laughs> it is. Number four, practice regularly. Like all sports, parkour requires regular training to be effective. Otherwise, your skills will drop off. Not to mention, you will drop off of a building and (laughs) hurt yourself. Right onto your back. (laughs) Practice at least two or three times a week and make sure to maintain your basic skills while moving on to more difficult maneuvers. So if you suddenly forget how to jump, you better work on that before you work on the landings. We've all been there. I mean, I... Why? If you don't jump two or three no. times a week, I mean, you're suddenly going to find your vertical is yeah, zero. A bit of a personal anecdote. I was at a bar mitzvah, and uh, a certain song came on that was really encouraging everyone to jump, jump, jump. And mm. I just didn't know what to do. I had to stay by the gefilte fish and just sort of hang my head. You know what? what's a good opportunity for parkour? If you see them lifting that boy now man onto their shoulders with a chair... And you can get yourself up on that chair, yeah. onto that boy's lap. <laughs> that would be an impressive parkour maneuver. Yeah. You can swing from his talit <laughs> and pull yourself up Absolutely. onto his shoulders. Yeah. All right. Ooh, we're getting this really gnarly now. So step five. I mean, again, I cannot stress enough how dynamic these photographs are. I mean, they really tell the whole story of the parkour. Step five. Just, I just wanted to see if the... There's three pictures, and I was wondering if they were all in sequence of the same vault. But no, they appear to be three different vault yeah. techniques. He is points very focused on this one bit of elevated cement, and he's nailing it in every way he can. But, <laughs> but step five involves using self-exploration. Now, uh, you may be thinking, I need to find myself, figure out my place in the world, what my purpose is. And that and, is true. And, that, and you are correct, yes. <laughs> So, in addition to drilling the techniques you've created, establish new ways of moving through experimentation and find new paths and environments to master through self-exploration. When you're in tune with yourself, no one knows what works better for your body than you. Yes, I believe everyone should choose what works best for their bodies in every situation. I don't like making decisions for how other people parkour. Yeah, that is, I mean, politically a real hot topic Mm -hmm. right now, controlling other people's bodies. You don't want to do that. Hey, I think you should do a front flip when you jump off that that garage. No, no, they they can decide what's best for their body. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I believe Um, in a parkour person's right to choose how to do a sweet roll. Definitely pro-choice in the parkour world and beyond. Maybe you want to um, mix it up. Maybe if you, you know, you're parkouring around your living room, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you want to explore. Like, what if I go behind the couch yeah. this time? And and I encourage you to, to to study yourself through art. I mean, if you read uh, Lord of the Flies and you discover that human nature contains some inner darkness, that might really help with some of those flips and kicks. That's true. Um, if you want to go on a retreat, maybe you know, go into a to uh, like a sauna like one of those you know meditation saunas and you right. really want to just spend a few hours in there yeah. i guarantee you'll come out with all sorts of ways how to land 
and uh, generally scale different surfaces like yeah. different masonry. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean I um. I went on a spirit quest and uh, I met this. Uh, oh yeah, how was that? It was great. I met this dolphin and uh, whoa, yeah, he uh, he taught me all about ladder stunts. That's sick, dude. <laughs> cool, pretty, yeah. You know, they rash. say dolphins are smart. I guess yeah. that must be right. Um, they say that they have a bigger emotional center in their brain than humans. Right. Actually. Yeah. And and if you're not landing those emotional flips that you're doing with your family, how are you going <laughs> to land physical flips out True. there in the field? Um, if you're having trouble with your family, I recommend um, trying to be the family clown just mm-hmm. to loosen things up. Yeah, definitely <laughs> check out that episode of our podcast for more tips on little, how to lead your family in clowning. Little self-plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, step six is, is very interesting. And once again, the photograph really needs no text to accompany it. We know exactly what he's mm-hmm. up to here. Pick a point and do whatever it takes to get there. Whatever it takes. (laughs) There are no rules. (laughs) Morality, conventional behavior, social norms, basic respect for human living. I mean, you can really just go hog wild here. There's only one commandment of parkour, and that's get there as fast as possible. Get there. Point (laughs) A to point B. And we can see our, our exemplar here just pointing... Uh, there are two stone platforms in the way of the grassy patch he wants to get to, and he is not going to take no for an answer. Mm-hmm. You uh, remember the movie The Purge? Yeah. How there were no laws during yeah, the night? Yeah, I remember night? that film. That's because they were all doing parkour. Right, and yeah, they, exactly. And they had to do whatever it took yeah. to, to get from their, from their house to, I don't know, the, the top point, of the nearby radio tower. Point A was the presidential <laughs> Halloween mask store, and point B was adventure. Wow, you must have actually seen this movie. <laughs> I watched the trailer, and I think it... Now, a presidential Halloween mask, is that like a, a presidential face that's already scary? Like they have devil <laughs> yeah, horns? Sort of. Well, no, it's just like a Nixon, <laughs> or, like, or like the... It's not like yeah. Jimmy Carter, but like <laughs> half his face is like a, wrapped yeah. up like a mummy. Yeah. <laughs> or like George Bush, but he's got like green skin and bolts coming out of his neck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Clinton from the Black Lagoon. So uh, it wants you to start with a slow, safe mm-hmm. space. Trace a path between two points over and over until you're a master of your territory. Mm-hmm. You should notice a gradual increase in your speed, endurance, and the ease with which you transition between obstacles. If you're trying to hop over that bike rack, every time you do it, mm-hmm. soon you won't even know it's there. Yeah, soon it will be like every public park you walk through is an open, flat expanse, mm-hmm. like a golf course green, just beautifully pristine for, for your enjoyment. And you can just maneuver without even realizing there are obstacles. You know who was a good um, person who was good at parkour? Well, that was Who's really that? tortured setup, wasn't it? No, I thought I, was, I think <laughs> that was real smooth. Who has it? Uh, the Prince of Persia. Ooh, yes. Played uh, those games or yeah, watch that amazing yeah. cinema film yeah, with Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. <laughs> of course, we need a Persian prince. Who can play him? Who can play him? I guess this, this white American blue-eyed. actor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, I mean, to be fair, he did have a magic dagger that allowed him to rewind time if he fell into a spike pit. Right. You're probably not going to have one of those, yeah. so you're going to want to be extra In careful. In real life, yeah, there's no magic dagger to save you from accidentally rolling on your back instead of your shoulders, <laughs> right. which will paralyze you for life. And there is a magic dagger, but I do believe it's in the Smithsonian, and it's, it is under a lot of security, so yeah. it's pretty much not an option. Yeah, that film is a, a sort of docudrama about a true relic and uh, the white actor who stole it. 
Um, Let's just, yeah, you want to read this important bullet point? Oh, sure. So the progression can take hours, days, or even years, depending on the path you choose, your natural ability, and several other factors. But the important thing is to continue progressing no matter how slowly. This method is the essence of parkour and will lay the foundation to understanding it. So unlike... Well, you know, the better foundation you lay for your parkour skills, the better you'll be able to lay on foundations. Oh, great. Seamless. Beautiful. I also uh, want to say that you have to remember that a lot of artists aren't appreciated in their time. Van Gogh, I think he sold one painting. Yeah. So it's possible you you may die. Yeah. And your sweet flips and kicks won't be appreciated until they watch your your YouTube videos. Yeah. At your funeral. That that clip of you swinging on that tree branch could blow up in 2045, long after you've died in a parkour <laughs> yeah, accident. That's true. I mean, let's face it. That's <laughs> yeah. what's going to happen to you. So, yeah, this is a pretty generous <laughs> assumption when they say it may take years because yeah, I, if you're working on the same route for years, the possible. danger must be immense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you're, you're in some sort of first 10 minutes of Indiana Jones <laughs> Kind of boulders, Alpha Molina getting stabbed with a bamboo spear, avoid the beams of light. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're in some sort of weird Aztec treasure dungeon at that point. I, I also enjoy uh, that they, they describe this as the special foundation to parkour is like practicing over a long period of time mm-hmm. as though this is the one activity where that really applies, that you need mm-hmm. to keep doing it to get better. Well, you and know, I think that goes without saying. Malcolm he, Gladwell said that you need 10,000 hours to be good at something. I think he was talking about hopping from conc- one concrete <laughs> slab to another. Yeah. I, when he said something, there's a footnote that says, buy something, specifically, I specifically mean parkour or free running. <laughs> right. Uh, I also want to warn you, though, if you are picking a route and you are, if you do plan on working on it for years, it is very possible that the architecture may change in that time mm. period. They could yeah. they could erect a monument or a bunch of condos in your route if you're if you're going to be taking more than a year. Yeah, if you work in a city with a very ambitious planner, you might want to uh, discuss your parkour routes with him so that he can leave space during the mm-hmm. construction to. To allow you to practice those moves. Maybe he'll even slide in some cool handholds into the blueprints. Yeah. (laughs) I bet he could. Uh, So finally, step seven of teaching yourself how to do parkour. Develop your personal style. Approach obstacles in a way that is unique to your body and abilities. The common movements employed by others do not necessarily make sense for you. That is precisely why it does not make sense to rely on videos as a way to learn. Pictures? That's fine, though. Yeah, these pictures. pictures, I mean, oh my goodness. If if there could be a blueprint for physical fitness and agility, this would be it. I think this is it. So once you've overcome this mental obstacle, so this is Mm -hmm. profound. You've got to think outside the box. The true obstacle is the cement slab, the two-foot cement, the two-foot slab (laughs) inside your brain. Mm -hmm. That's what you need to really vault over. And once you do that, then everything else is gravy. Mm-hmm. So if you've and and not just the mental obstacle, it wants you to rise above the poor standards set by many others. Yep, you can take your training in so many different directions. So there's a lot of garbage parkour. Yeah, can we out talk there. about this? I mean, it's the elephant in the room. Yeah, yeah. And uh, most of those so, parkour people couldn't even vault between those yeah. tusks. Just thinking of, I'm, yeah, I mean, I've seen people shimmying down the street. I've seen people. Uh, sitting on cement slabs mm-hmm. as though they aren't even aware That's you could vault over it. Like, they're, they're, 
clearly uh, in the path of other free-running geniuses mm-hmm. uh, who are trying to go through. I once went to St. Francis Park, and there was a family at a picnic table, and they just put a picnic blanket over top, and they were eating food oh off the surface. Goodness. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to be running on that <laughs> yeah. in about 30 yeah. seconds, guys. Uh, excuse me, family of five. Mm-hmm. Uh those mashed potatoes are my second yeah. foothold. They're gonna have they're gonna have my treads in them pretty soon. So yeah, and you're throwing the the equilibrium off the table. It's it's weighted in a very particular mm-hmm. way, and my body is unique. And I've trained with this table, knowing my strengths and limitations, and and the particular uh, you know the focal points of each of my muscles and how I'm gonna get over it. I don't know how I'm going to land my Christ air if I'm pushing off of some farmer sausage. Exactly. Um, I just so, want to say that um, it's really, really good that this guy is starting off really easy and slow. We see him jumping from from one towering slab to another, but in reality, they're only about a foot off the ground. He's playing it real safe. This is like I would say, so playing hopscotch with. School children would be like level one, yeah. And then the, this is just the chalk dust yeah. on the ground would come to a that's higher. A, that's about like that's a little <laughs> higher than you're normally comfortable with. And then this would probably be what level two here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is like, this is maybe if I were to, it's analogous to kids like avoiding stepping on cracks in the sidewalk. Oh yeah, breaking uh, his back. Yeah, you wouldn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so here he's trying to break his own back by practicing his rolls. Uh, and uh, really his maneuvers. Mm-hmm. But but clearly, I mean, that personal style, it, it shines through, and you can see those cargo shorts and that uh, sporty football top are, are really um, setting him apart you there. You really got to admire that he dressed the part. Yeah, exactly. Step on a crack, break your mother's back, jump from a slab, break your father's ab. Need we say more, folks? Mm-hmm. Need we say more? So now you know the basics, it's your turn to get out there, find your roots, find your adventures, mm-hmm. and show the world what you're made of. Pick a point A, pick a point B, get there. At whatever the cost. Whatever it takes. If there, if there's a children's playground and there is a child in your way, hey, I'm not telling you what to do. Look. But it's all about efficiency. Legally, we can't be held responsible for what you do, but if no. you want to be the star on YouTube... You can't let anything stop you. Did you say you too? If you want to be the edge, if you, you got to find an edge yeah. and jump Look. off of it. Look, Bono <laughs> is a, a famed parkour star. Yeah, I mean, you know the first thing he ever climbed? It was uh, the Joshua Tree. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the charts. <laughs> oh, man, but we're having fun. We're having fun. Uh, and now you're an expert, so we're going to take a short break, and we'll come back with something mm-hmm. a little bit different. Why have you come to my temple, boy? Well, climbed the 800 steps to visit you, the uh, foremost monk and parkour expert in Tibet. I'm sorry, Nepal? I'm sorry, Tibet? You were right the first time. Okay. So you've come to seek my expertise, have you? And I gotta say... I really thought I was going to die in those last 300 steps. <laughs> I hope this doesn't make you judge me on my physical fitness. No, no. The important thing is that you made it here. And your training has already begun. I gotta say, I wasn't expecting that many, like, railings and, like, mm. you know, 
garden planters on the stairs on my way up. They seem just kind of thrown in there. Oh my, yes. I mean, aesthetically, the pieces do not fit together at all, but for the true parkour student, it is the most perfect obstacle course you could imagine. I gotta say, the parking meter at mm. the, the 742nd step really, really almost made me give up. Yes, on your left, a Grecian urn. On your right, a rusted parking meter. Both vaulting potential, and you took the meter, as only a true student of the arts would. Oh, wow. There was some truth to that decision. I I thought I I was just making decisions haphazardly. Uh Aha, in parkour, we never make decisions by accident, for we are doing parkour mentally at the same time as our body is moving. Now, I want to comment on your style. You saw that. Because right now when I look at you, I see a man with certain accoutrements that seem to have been chosen very particularly. So, for example... Like the elbow pads? Well, I was going to build to that. But yes, let's start there. The the neon elbow pads. Mm -hmm. It's really good for parkouring at night. Exactly. Especially in a parking lot. And... You can create a kind of light show with your body. You're already turning your body into an instrument, which is key in the art of parkour. Oh my gosh. You know what my dream is? Tell to me, To parkour boy. during the laser show of Pink Floyd at the planetarium. Mm. Oh, that would just be... I'm sure it would go viral. Yes, I, I think you could plant yourself on that stage. Can I ask you something? Maybe, I, maybe honestly, I don't want to know the answer, but what was my time to get up here? Let me check the gong. It has been banged two minutes ago, so that means it took you exactly 43 minutes and 12 seconds to arise to my temple. Oh, oh man, I really thought it was faster. Oh, jeez. Yes, well, sometimes when you're having fun, it's longer than it feels. Stupid Buick. I knew I should have gone over the hood. I tried to, you know, I tried to vault over the the top part, like the highest point of that Buick. Oh. The hood would have been so much easier. It's just so much lower. Boy, you cannot look backwards in parkour. In parkour, we move from point A to point B, okay? Never reconsider the path once it has been traversed. Stupid Kendall, stupid Kendall. Yes. Look forward. Oh. Now, you have made the trek that few have survived. So, although your time is, is middling and you're still a, not the fastest I've ever seen, I, I'm impressed with your persistence, and I'd like you to, you to tell me what it is that you hope to gain in this temple. Well, honestly, there's so much I want to learn. And there's, there's just so much that you can teach me. And I, I guess if I had to pick one thing, if I had to pick one thing, yeah, it would be, I want to be able to do a stale fish air. Oh, oh my goodness. I, I didn't know I was speaking to, I to a student of your caliber. Well, please come through the curtain here. Whoa, I almost tripped over that plywood. Yes. Very clever, master. Yes, it's, you'll notice it's several inches higher than the ground around it. Oh, 
If it wasn't for my muscle memory, I surely would have been lost. Exactly. Now this secret room, take a look. You're seeing some pretty exciting... That's amazing. That in particular is amazing. Yes. And And you know what that is. Yeah, and how did you get that in here? Oh, that one was very expensive. But in the temple, no expense is too high. Now a stale fish air. Just walk me through what that means to you. I'll do one better than walk you through it. Whoa. You're going to attempt it? The stale fish air in my temple? I'm going to free run you through it. Okay. Take a note of the flourishes. All right, I, I'm watching, I'm watching. But right. watch out for, for those things. They're expensive. Okay. All right, I'm going to start I'm gonna start over here by this, uh, this sign that says, um, Handicap Parking Only. Hoop! Now I'm going to run over here, climb up this treehouse. Watch out for those thick branches. Oh, oh very well done. I can tell this treehouse is fully supported. Oh, now I'm going to do a couple front flips. I'm going to land on this diving board. Whoa! Oh, now I'm going to jump through these three hoops and contort my body. Whoa! Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh my goodness, but, but will you clear the concrete slabs? Only You've made it through most out. of the obstacles. Okay, the one-foot concrete slabs. Okay. This is where it really counts. This is what killed my father. He, uh, he was, was attempting parkour. You remember my father? Wait a second. Matt Hoffman. The pro BMX guy. Matt? You Hoffman? Matthew Hoffman. Oh my... He was my prized student. You know, he taught me more than I was ever able to show him. Well, that didn't stop him from breaking every single vertebrae in his spine. He innovated the stale fish air. Before that, it was... It was a ground move. Yeah, he took it to the skies. Sorry, sorry, I, I paused. Sorry, I'm nervous. It's just... No, no, no. Mr. Hoffman, your father would be so proud just seeing you get this far. Now, I want you to let the slab in your brain. That's how he died, though. Well, no, I oh, don't you mean, mean figuratively. Yes, figuratively. Okay. The slab get... went directly into his brain. Yes, just pierced I, it in one and I'm blow. sorry for bringing that up. Closed casket. We have to move past that slab. It's held you back all this time. I I saw the way you hesitated in that treehouse. Can I be honest with you? Of course. I've avoided slabs. I haven't gone in my public library since my father died because there is a very slab-like step in front of it. When you want ice cream that's mixed in with different chocolate... I know what you're going to ask, and I sure as heck don't go to Marble Slab. No. It's worse than I thought. Well, now is the time to face your fear. What do we always say? Parkour is about you. It's not about the obstacle course. It's about who you are. It's about exploring yourself. I need to, I need to explore myself. The slab, I need to explore my body. The slab is your father's closed casket. No, I and can't, you need to vault past it. I can't get past this obstacle. Oh my gosh. The grief, the fear, the pain, that's an obstacle. Exactly. Just like, just like that street lamp. Yes. Or, or just like that statue of a Napoleon. Or that small metal pole that people sometimes hoist themselves over. Right. 
or that those series of poles, the kind you see, you know, on Pemina Highway that used to mark the bike lane. Or those wooden posts that mark sort of a parking area and are connected by a metal chain. I need to mount this obstacle. I need to mount the memory of my father and vault over him. Okay. Here, he, he's going for it. Here, Here I go. One foot is on there. He's using his hand for leverage. He's lifting his foot back. He's moving so fast, he's blurring. I can't even see what's happening, is it? It is a fish, but that's a stale fish, double air. Someone ordered the catch of the day. Thank you. Thank you, Master. This is crazy, though. I don't even know your name. Well, Matthew, your father and I were close friends. I know. His last words to me as he died in that public park with that slab in his head. Yes. Blood just oozing everywhere, painting the scene crimson, you know? Bits of brain matter. It's just everywhere. You could see it. You could see it. You know what went through his head when he was... When he was fading? What went through his head? I mean, other than the slab. Jeez, I keep doing I'm that. Sorry. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. It's, no. I, it's, it's, you I shouldn't apologize. No, that's how no, I cope. No, I whispered to him as, as that happened. Hello, hello. It's vertigo. So there's a place. Now there's, there's a place, a place I want to go. I want to go. And it's high up in the mountains like vertigo. Oh, my gosh. That's right. That was, that was I, the song that got me into parkour. Yeah. No way. The Edge? That's right. Oh my gosh. I gotta say, my favorite place to parkour is where the streets have no name. That sounds about right. Now, I'm gonna vault my way into people's iTunes libraries. No, 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 it's really fine. I... Just, here we go and... Ah, landed it perfectly. That impression will never go away. Thank you so much for listening to the episode. I have been Thomas Tolls. I've been Jesse Bergen. And we just want to ask if you enjoyed it, that you tell your friends, post about it on social media, just get the word Mm -hmm. out. Uh, We really enjoy doing this podcast, and we'd love for more people to get these uh, sage messages from the WikiHow community. Mm -hmm. If we can stop one person from doing a a shoddy landing off of a parking garage, I think we've done our jobs. Exactly. Just tell your friends, share it. You know, on the social media. We're trying to get on iTunes. Yeah, just like Bono. That's right. (laughs) Whether you want us to or not. We're going to be on iTunes, (laughs) uh, but not just yet. Uh, So this has been Something Wiki This Way Comes. And remember, look before you leap. And don't be a creep. And And print. print.